You're listening to Accelerate, a ServiceNow podcast series about achieving your business outcomes, where we talk about how to get the most value from the Now platform. Hey everyone, this is Crystal Clevenger. And this is Dee Dries. We're your hosts and excited to talk to you about ServiceNow value acceleration solutions that include expert services, training, and impact. I'm here today with Sandeep Tandon from our expert services team. Hi, Sandeep, and welcome to the Accelerate podcast. Hello there. So glad to have you with me. So before we get started, can you tell me what it means to be a member of the expert services team? What is that exactly? So our expert services team is part of our customer outcomes group. So as the name suggests, customer outcomes, we focus on outcomes for the customers. And mm-hmm. expert services is a specialized group of experts within customer outcomes who actually help implement the ServiceNow products for our customer. So all of us have a fair amount of experience and the right certifications around all of our products. And we basically work closely with the customers after they've purchased the ServiceNow product to help implement it for the customer. That makes sense. So how did you end up at ServiceNow? Tell me a little bit about yourself. That's an interesting story, actually. So I'm actually uh, from an HR background. I've been in human resources and global business services for a large part of my career and also uh, worked as a corporate HR professional. And during my shared services stint, I got involved with uh, the technology side of HR and started working with various products in the marketplace. And uh, I think uh, building out a global service delivery model is a challenge for every organization. So in my role, I came across ServiceNow and uh, sort of fell in love with the product and decided to pursue it as a career. That's great. So you come with a lot of experience and you're a principal solution architect at ServiceNow. What does that mean to be a solution architect at ServiceNow? Again, you know, it, it goes back to uh, the, the structure of the team and, and how we are positioned as customer outcomes. We are, we are focusing on outcomes. Mm-hmm. Typically, when a customer buys a ServiceNow product, there's sort of a promise that goes along with it of what the customer will achieve by implementing or utilizing our product. Right. So our solution architects basically help translate that promise into reality. So so we work with customers uh, even in pre-sale cycles in terms of understanding what their exact requirements are, uh, what it will take to make them successful. And then once uh, the, the deal is done and the customer wants to move ahead, then we work with them in terms of actually implementing and ensuring that what was promised to them is delivered in terms of specific business outcomes that they're looking for. So at a high level, you know, that's what we really do. But mm-hmm. of course, it requires uh, expertise, both on uh, the service and product and also the functional areas that we represent. So in my case, the employee workflows, whether it is human resources, workplace service delivery, uh, legal uh, service delivery. So, so it requires experience and expertise on both areas. So you have functional expertise in those areas, obviously, due to your background. And then you work with 
a team, I presume, of other solution architects or other team members within expert services. Can you talk to me about that a little bit? Yes, absolutely. So, uh, you know, no one individual uh, has all the knowledge. So we, we definitely work as a team always. Over the years, the service not product itself also has expanded and uh, we keep adding uh, new frontiers or you know new knowledge areas all the time as the product evolves so so for us it is always beneficial to work as a team and for a customer who's implementing service now they are looking at end-to-end corporate requirements so they may have needs around it they may have needs around uh, employee workflows they may even have needs around uh, customer workflows and sometimes they may have specific needs which are not met from any of these areas and they need specific apps to be built on service now so so based on what the customer requirement is we position ourselves as a team with the right skills and knowledge so so if, if there's a larger implementation or a deployment going on at a customer yeah, I may be a solution architect from uh, employee workflows, but we do need somebody from the IT side. They would be there. And uh, then, of course, you know, if there are specific apps being developed, then uh, specific representatives from our team are there who can take care of that. So we always work better as a team. And, and that's how I think we uh, sort of achieve our success and help our customers too. That makes perfect sense. So you you're at uh, at the forefront of the conversations with our customers, right? Because you start in the pre-sales stage, and and then you make sure that whatever we promise to deliver is what we do. How how do you do that exactly? I think uh, there are a couple of things that sort of go along, you know, as an answer to that question. One of the things that I alluded to in the beginning was, you know, of course, the functional area and and knowing the service now product enough. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely required. Right. I think there are a couple of additional things also that play a role in there. One, of course, is the general mindset. You know, you, you got to love solving problems for customers. So you need to have that, uh, I think, the, the consultative mindset or an outgoing approach to do things for customers. So, so that something you know is, is definitely which is the driving force of wanting to solve problems and do things well for the customer and i think in addition to you know that zest of working for the customer is the support that service now provides through our now create methodology so so we have a structured approach to all our implementations we have a lot of assets available to us to utilize in different situations and and this immense library of knowledge is really what we rely on to solve customer problems also so so i think for us to sum it up it is of course you know the the right attitude and the right tools at your disposal is is what makes us successful did i sort of capture the sense of what you were asking or yes i i, I think you have and you touched on the the now create methodology um can you Tell me a little bit more about that. I mean, I, you know, not so much for my benefit, but for the benefit of the listeners uh, who may not know what it is. As as ServiceNow has been expanding over the years, you know, we we have our customers sometimes who want to do things themselves and they may want to self-implement or mm-hmm. do some enhancement themselves. We have an ecosystem of 
partners also. So other than expert services, you know, we have a lot of organizations who would like to partner with ServiceNow and offering services in implementation of ServiceNow. So they're also part of the system. So given that the ecosystem has grown so much, there needs to be a consistency in the approach of how we do the work so that every customer gets that same standardized experience and approach. They know what the best practices are to be able to deliver ServiceNow products. What is the easiest way to do something? They should know about that. So now create is an outcome of the thousands of implementations that we've done over the years. We have basically distilled through those best practices and learnings and created our whole now create methodology and the materials that go along with it. So for all the project stages that a project would go through, we have got materials available which tell you how to collect the requirements, how to plan the change, how to manage the pro project itself, how to look at your analytics and dashboards. So every step of the way, you know, of what you need to do to have a successful service now implementation, we have it captured within a now create methodology. You said that you specialize in employee workflows. Do you focus on a specific product area or or just, you know, all of employee workflows, like all the different products within that workflow? Yeah, so uh, I, I I do come from an HR background. That's where mm -hmm. I started. So, so when I joined ServiceNow, also I joined around the HR product. But as you know, the product has been evolving and the company has been evolving. We also revisit our approach and you know add add uh, newer products functionalities. So so the area I joined initially now is called employee workflows. And employee workflows was expanded for for everything that the employee needs. From the organization so it goes beyond just hr now it's got uh, workplace service delivery included it's got legal service delivery included we are working on adding some uh, finance and purchase related functionality also mm -hmm. so so in my role i specialize across all the products within employee workflows and it's a constant learning that that you keep learning about your domain and, and keep evolving and of course, you know, my background with the overall global business services has been helpful because I've had a fair amount of exposure to most of the corporate functions. And, and therefore, you know, I am able to quickly pick up and grasp what our uh, new products are as they evolve. So how long have you been at service now? Uh, I've been here around uh, almost six years now. So Wow. It's a long time. Yeah, yeah. Recently, uh, you know, had my fifth anniversary celebrations with our CEO inviting all of us <laughs> for a nice that, chat. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Right. So I've, I've been in the customer-facing role for the last six years, uh, but the job is not the same. The job keeps right. changing. <laughs> right, right. Of, of course. Do you find that you're able to bring insights from one customer engagement to another? I mean, in those six years, you've probably talked to dozens of customers, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So I think uh, that's what our customers also look for. You know, when, when we actually get into discussions around implementations or when we're trying to solve a problem, our customers yeah. look for that information that, okay, what did you do for another customer? How did you do it? So keeping uh, data protection and privacy in mind, but uh, what we learn at one customer, we definitely share and implement another customer without sharing the the, the private details. 
And that's really where our best practices also come from. And uh, it's sort of evolved, you know, also to a level where you started looking at industry sections also. So some of the best practices in the healthcare industry, financial services industry. So so it's sort of easy for us to, you know, use that information and, and develop expertise in specific industry segments or specific types of companies. So I'm going to ask you another question now, and and of course I, I don't want you to mention the customer. I mean, unless it's um, you know it was previously agreed by the customer. But can you think of an example of a customer engagement um, that really stands out in in your mind where you you felt like you made such an impact to that engagement? Um, it's an interesting question because. Uh... Um, the the way you know ServiceNow is as as a as a product, and the potential, the capability, it sort of opens up you know your your whole approach to how you're looking at automation or uh, improving or simplifying your work processes within the organization. That's how I also you know came to work with the organization when I. Uh, experience the product and decided to sort of work with it because there's a lot of uh, possibilities of what you can do. Mm -hmm. Typical engagement also takes that kind of an approach. You know, a customer who starts out with ServiceNow, they are are sort of learning, getting familiar with the product. As we start of getting through the implementation, uh, they start evolving. They start getting comfortable with the product. They start coming up with new ideas. So I don't think uh, uh, implementation with ServiceNow ever ends. You know, it's like a journey, right? So capturing the different phases. So, so, so you you do the scope you have in mind. By the time you're done that, you're already thinking of new ideas, etc. So, I think most of our assignments sort of evolve like that, one thing leading to another, and helping the customer along the way to mm-hmm. achieve better business outcomes. If I was to use a specific example, uh, uh, there was an interesting uh, project that we worked on. Uh, where, of course, you know, it, it, it was sort of two-way street where it helped the customer and helped us also. So there was this uh, organization that had reached out to us in terms of uh, uh, setting up their uh, global HR uh, processes and they were streamlining it. So they, they weren't really focused on just uh, full shared services operation, but uh, sort of a decentralized approach also. And this is a very large organization. And they are part of another large company, holding company. So the subsidiary by itself is pretty large. And then, of course, they belong to a large conglomerate. So we went ahead and we did their implementations. And midway during the implementations, they got a directory from the corporate that uh, the corporate is trying to set up a, a large global shared service center. And whatever work this subsidiary was doing with us, they need to sort of cut it short and fall in line with what's being done on the corporate side. So, so it was interesting, and and of course, you know, we had to do it because uh, there was a director from the corporate. But we went ahead and built our model within the limitations imposed on us, and and we went ahead and did what we had to do. So uh, you were able to pivot fairly quickly, is what you're yeah. saying? Yes, yeah. yes, we pivoted yeah. fairly quickly. We we sort of uh, cut down the scope a little bit because they wanted to move a lot of other services to the to the global shared services organization. So this subsidiary had a reduced scope. Or what they could do for batch processes, but we did whatever we did, and 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 got them to go live. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, during the course, also we had discussions with the uh, corporate subsidies, also because you know there was a few handoffs in what they were doing and developing, and they were taking a different technology at that time because they had already taken the decisions of how they wanted to build the corporate shared services. But we had discussions with them, and uh, uh, interestingly enough, uh, a few months down the road, uh, after we were out of our project, the 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 corporate entity reached us, you know, the the, the parent company, and said that, uh, you know, we're going through our implementation, but we feel our processes are better work through service now. So can we pull you back in? And with the work that we did for that subsidiary, can we enhance it to the entire global operation they were planning to do, which had nine subsidies in there, you know, so, wow. so eight more in addition to the one that, that we had worked on. So, so that's, that's a great testimony to how well the implementation went in the first place, right? If the parent company wants you to expand. Yeah. And and it was very interesting, uh, you know, in terms of, I think the original question was in terms of value add to, to everybody. Mm-hmm. So it was really a value add from the perspective that, of course, from a service now perspective, we got an expanded scope. Right. I think for that corporate entity, I think what they realized was what they were trying to solve for you know, in terms of building a large corporate global shared services, the decentralized entities in there, and they were trying to probably do a lot of complex configuration around it, came pretty much out of the box with ServiceNow as a product. So so they realized how easy it was to do what they were trying to do by utilizing ServiceNow. So there's a lot of value add to them also. I think, I think it eventually led to reduced cost of setup for them. And of course, the efficiencies that they wanted to gain through the yeah. overall corporate shared services or, or global business services entity that they were trying to create. So so, so it's a great win-win for everybody involved. Sure sounds like it. That's a great story. So the last question I'm going to ask you is, um, what motivates you? What do you like about working at ServiceNow and working in this particular role? I think uh, if I was to think of the Top of my mind, uh, one of course is you know being able to work directly with customers. Um, I enjoy you know working with different companies, uh, you know, trying to solve uh, business issues, etc. Uh, for them, so so that that's one thing you know that that's definitely mm-hmm. um, uh, very very enjoyable. And I think the the other thing is you know the the whole opportunity that uh, ServiceNow provides. I mean, I, I I joined the organization with about 20 years of experience when I joined about five years back. And today I'm 25 plus years of experience. Mm-hmm. But in the last five years, I've been learning more and more about uh, the various areas, functions, etc. So, and that to me is, is a great part of working at ServiceNow with this constant learning. And, and I think the last thing really is about the overall culture and team spirit at the company. So, so this is great culture in terms of working together and winning together as a team. So, to me, I think these are the things that excite me about being at ServiceNow. Well, thank you. That's a great way to end the episode. I really like that. So, I want to thank you for joining me, Sandeep, and wish you the best as always. Thanks so much. It was a pleasure talking to you. I'm Crystal Clevenger. And I'm Dee Idris, and this is the ServiceNow Accelerate podcast series. 
You can find us and other ServiceNow podcasts in the ServiceNow community at community.servicenow.com. Be sure to follow us in your favorite podcast app so you don't miss our next episode.